1: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Tonight, President Biden addresses the nation about that Chinese spy balloon and the three other high-flying objects he ordered the U.S. military to shoot down. Here are tonight's top headlines. No apologies from the president of the United States, as we learn there's no evidence that three objects have a connection to China.
3: Make no mistake, if any object presents a threat to the safety, security of the American people, I will take it down.
2: The new document tonight revealing possible wrongdoing by Donald Trump and his allies during the 2020 election.
4: The grand jury believes perjury may have been committed by one or
2: more witnesses. Breaking news, Senator John Fetterman checks himself into the hospital for severe depression and actor Bruce Willis diagnosed with dementia. A major recall from Tesla, the glitch in the self-driving software in hundreds of thousands of cars.
1: The feature allows cars to speed through intersections in an unpredictable manner.
5: Residents near the toxic Ohio train derailment are demanding answers about their own safety and health. My body's covered in bruises from itching.
0: I think it's something in the air. At least one person dead, multiple injuries after a shooting at a mall in El Paso, Texas.
6: And we heard the shots go off, and then we got up, and everybody started running to the bathroom.
2: And Michaela Schifrin makes history. Michaela Shifrin comes out of the gate on a tear put Good evening and thank you for joining us tonight. 46 million people are dealing with a dual threat of a winter storm and possible tornadoes that system already dropping more than eight inches of snow in parts of Iowa making for dangerous driving conditions. It is now moving east and could dump up to a foot of snow in Maine. Meanwhile, millions in the south are at risk for tornadoes, hail and high winds. Also in our Eye on America tonight, black Americans are twice as likely to die from heart disease than white Americans. So we speak with the head of the American Heart Association to look at po- possible solution that could help save lives. But first, President Biden speaking in depth for the first time about the Chinese spy balloon and those other objects discovered over the last two weeks. U.S. officials now believe the three items shot down in North American airspace were likely tied to private companies or research groups. But the president did say he plans to speak with China's President Xi Jinping about the situation. CBS's Nancy Cordes is going to start us off tonight from the White House. Good evening, Nancy.
4: Good evening, Nora. These were the president's most extensive comments yet about all four shootdowns. He said that most of the debris from the Chinese balloon has now been recovered from the Atlantic Ocean, and he acknowledged that the three other objects, which still have not been recovered, likely weren't involved in spying at all.
3: We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were.
4: President Biden confirmed today that the three objects he ordered shot down last weekend probably posed no threat
3: to people on the ground. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather, or conducting other scientific research.
4: Newly enhanced military radar picked up the three objects on three consecutive days as they floated from east to west at the same height commercial airliners use. The objects were shot down by U.S. fighter jets using missiles worth half a million dollars each. At least one hobby group has already come forward to say that their homemade balloon went missing last Saturday, the same day an object was taken out over Canada's Yukon territory.
3: I've directed my team to come back to me with sharper rules for how we will deal with these unidentified objects moving forward.
4: Chinese officials still deny that the massive balloon that started this whole saga was being used for spying. Today they accused the U.S. of smearing them and escalating tensions. U.S. officials tell CBS News there is a growing belief that the Chinese did not initially intend to fly the balloon across America. The Pentagon tracked the balloon as it lifted off from China's Hainan Island two weeks ago and began heading east toward Guam and Hawaii. The theory is that it was then blown off course by the prevailing winds, first toward Alaska and then
2: down over the continental United States.
3: we are going to get to the bottom of this. I make no apologies for taking down that balloon.
2: Nancy Cord is back with us from the White House. Nancy, I understand the president had a physical exam today. What are we learning? That's right, and we got a detailed three-page report from his doctor who says more or less that the
4: president's health remains unchanged since his last physical. In 2021, the president had a small lesion on his chest that had to be removed today to be biopsied. He was prescribed custom orthotics for a stiffened gait that is likely due to arthritis. He's still taking medication for his AFib, but otherwise, his doctor says he's a healthy, vigorous 80-year-old who is fit to execute the duties of the presidency.
2: Nora. Nancy Cordes, thank you. Turning now to the weather, 11 states tonight under winter weather advisories in Illinois. Four people were hurt, one critically on the campus of Northwestern University, when a large tree fell on them due to a buildup of ice. For more on this storm and potential tornadoes in the south, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike.
3: Nora, good evening to you. We have a large sprawling storm that we're watching in the eastern half of the country, producing two different seasons of weather. We have active severe storms across the south producing tornadoes. Then we're watching for the snow around the Great Lakes, several more inches still to come here. Heavy swaths of snow across Iowa into Wisconsin and then Michigan. Very difficult travels here. Some of the heaviest pockets of snow will bring another three to five inches of snow. Then you look at the storms across the south, in particular through the evening, Tennessee, Alabama could be hit particularly hard here. with potential numerous tornadoes. The entire system pushes east overnight. The good news is that through the night tonight and through the day tomorrow, the storms weaken significantly with just rain showers tomorrow. And then, Nora, we turn our attention to the middle of next week with a nearly identical storm hitting by Wednesday.
2: Double whammy. Mike Bettis, thank you. Now to the growing anger and frustration after that toxic train derailment. The head of the EPA visited this site of the crash in Ohio today, assuring residents that the water and air are safe and that 24 seven monitoring has shown no issues. But as CBS's Roxana Saberi reports, some in the community aren't so sure.
6: East Palestine resident Melissa Blake says, two days after the toxic train derailment, doctors diagnosed her with acute bronchitis from chemical fumes. It's hard to breathe, my chest is always tight, the coffin. What kind of help do you and your neighbors need? Actually, it's just the truth. At a town hall last night, residents demanded to know how safe they are now, living at home. Despite at least five hazardous chemicals released during the derailment and fire, local and federal authorities say right now the air is safe. And so is the drinking water from five town wells. Still, on a visit to East Palestine today, EPA Administrator Michael Regan vowed to hold rail operator Norfolk Southern accountable.
5: Let me be clear, EPA will exercise our oversight and our enforcement authority under the law.
6: The railway says it's removing contaminants from the ground and streams and offering more residents financial aid. Today, families like the Bayless lined up for a $1,000 check per person. (laughs) Is $1,000 enough?
0: Probably not. Honestly, it's probably not, but it'll help for now, I guess.
6: They live just over a mile from the derailment and drink bottled water because they don't trust the water tests.
4: One of the main reasons we came back is because of my son in school. Yeah. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have come back yet.
6: The Bayless family plans to join one of several class action lawsuits launched against the railroad company. As for the water, the EPA is still encouraging people who rely on private wells to use bottled water until their water is tested. Nora.
2: Roxana Saberi, thank you. Four students wounded in that deadly mass shooting at Michigan State University on Monday are still fighting for their lives. Another student has been upgraded to stable condition. The Chinese consulate in Chicago says two injured students are from China. Police said today a note found on the 43-year-old shooter suggested that he felt slighted by businesses that had asked him to leave. His two handguns were legally purchased but not registered. The gunman killed three students before taking his own life. And yet another mass shooting in the U.S. One person was killed and three others wounded when gunfire erupted last night at a shopping mall food court in El Paso, Texas. Police say a fight broke out between two groups and escalated into the shooting. Two suspects are now in custody. Tonight, charges could be imminent after a Georgia grand jury that investigated alleged election interference by former President Donald Trump. Today said it saw evidence of perjury by one or more witnesses. The jurors also unanimously rebutted claims of widespread fraud made by Trump after the 2020 election. CBS's Robert Costa has the new details.
5: For more than seven months, allies close to former President Donald Trump have appeared in Atlanta behind closed doors to speak under oath about his relentless efforts to overturn President Biden's 2020 victory in Georgia. Now that special grand jury in Fulton County convened by District Attorney Fonnie Willis says some of them might have lied and recommended charges be filed. The report did not identify who, but 75 witnesses have been part of the grand jury's work, including longtime Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, and South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham, who was asked today if he was confident in his testimony.
7: Yes, I'm very confident. I have no idea uh, what they're going to do.
5: The district attorney launched her investigation after a recording showed Trump's pressure campaign on top Georgia officials, including Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Look, Brad, I gotta get, I have to find 12,000 votes and I have them. Despite Trump and his allies repeated false claims that the state's vote was rigged. There's no way we lost Georgia. The entire grand jury agreed no widespread fraud took place in the Georgia 2020 presidential election. Most of the report remains under seal, but the judge overseeing the case says it does include a roster of who should or should not be indicted. Georgia State law professor Clark Cunningham said he expects Trump to be on that list. Could Trump be indicted?
8: I think I will be surprised if he's not eventually indicted.
5: The district attorney here recently said decisions are imminent, and if she decides to move forward, a new regular grand jury would be convened to issue indictments. And former President Trump, in a statement today, maintained he has done nothing wrong. Nora.
2: Robert Costa, with all those new details, thank you so much. Back here in Washington, we got late word today that Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman has checked himself into the hospital for clinical depression. CBS's Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill with more.
9: Tonight, Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman is being treated at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center for clinical depression after being evaluated by the attending physician of the U.S. Congress Monday, then checking himself in Wednesday night. His office said in a statement, while John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks. His wife, Giselle, tweeted, I'm so proud of him for asking for help and getting the care he needs. Clinical psychiatrist Dr. Sue Varma says patients may check themselves in because symptoms of depression can be severe. So they're feeling very
4: depressed, hopeless, helpless, low energy, difficulty falling asleep, and they might even have thoughts of wanting to harm themselves.
9: On Capitol Hill, an outpouring of support from Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to rank-and-file colleagues. You see any signs of this?
0: I, you know, I think we've been worried about him just because of his health.
9: And the Mr. freshman Tom, Democrat just got out of the hospital last week after suffering from lightheadedness, although doctors cleared him in two days after a round of tests. The former Pennsylvania lieutenant governor suffered a stroke last May, which forced him to take time off the trail during an intense campaign for U.S. Senate. We already knew that was going to be a challenge given, you know, somebody that's in, in recovery of, of actually having a stroke. The American Stroke Association says post-stroke depression is common, affecting about a third of stroke survivors. Several senators tell me they hope that Fetterman's disclosure reduces some of the stigma around mental health so that others can get the help they need. Nora.
2: Nicole Killian, thank you so much. Well, now to tonight's Eye on America. Even though 80% of heart disease is preventable, it remains the leading cause of death in the United States. And black Americans are twice as likely to die from the disease than white Americans. CBS's Adriana Diaz takes a look at one possible solution.
8: Why don't you have a seat up here? This
7: is a rare sight, it? a Black patient treated I'm by not only I'm one, but two Black doctors, two black doctors medical resident Dr. Okay. Jamarcus okay. Breider yeah. and his mentor, cardiologist yeah. Dr. Paul yeah. Jones. Does it make a difference if your doctor's Black?
9: It, to me, it
2: does. He talks to me. And a lot of Black people won't go to doctors because they don't have anybody that talks to them. They tell them what to do without asking them how they actually feel.
7: When black patients see black doctors, they're more likely to get preventative care. Though 60% of black Americans have cardiovascular disease, fewer than 3% of cardiologists are black. When black patients see you walk into their room, what's the reaction?
5: Their eyes light up.
7: When Dr. Brighter was growing up, his grandfather had congestive heart failure but didn't trust his doctor.
5: I told him before his passing that I put every effort... Um, into becoming an advanced heart failure and transplant cardiologist in order to decrease the burden of cardiovascular disease in our people.
7: Dr. Michelle Albert is the president of the American Heart Association. Why is there so little diversity in cardiology?
10: Structural racism. And the fact that um, persons of color have been systematically excluded from being part of the process that enables you to become a doctor in the first place.
7: And Dr. Albert says black trainees have less access to mentors and face racial bias from both colleagues and patients.
10: I walk into a room, they think that I'm the cleaning person.
7: You, the president of the American Heart Association? Yes. One solution, more mentorship.
9: Your engagement here is essential.
7: Like this program by the American College of Cardiology. When you logged on, what did you think?
5: I was amazed.
3: And I want him to do
7: good. His patients are rooting for him, too. For Eye on America, Adriana Diaz, Olympia Fields, Illinois.
2: Such an important story. All right, why hundreds of thousands of Teslas are being recalled. We'll have the details next.
10: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole?
2: Tesla is voluntarily recalling more than 360,000 vehicles warning that its experimental driver assistance software may cause crashes. Federal investigators say Tesla's full self-driving beta software can send cars straight through intersections where there's a turn only lane, fail to come to a full stop at stop signs or blow through yellow lights. Tesla says it will update the software in the impacted vehicles. The family of Hollywood action hero Bruce Willis revealed today that he has dementia. Willis, now 67, was diagnosed last year with aphasia, which affects speech. His family says that has progressed into frontotemporal dementia, which impacts personality, behavior, and language. Willis has retired from acting. His family, including his wife, Emma Hemming, and former wife, Demi Moore, said in a statement that Willis would want to bring global attention to this debilitating disease and how it impacts so many others. American skier Michaela Schiffrin is celebrating another historic victory on the slopes. You don't want to miss it. Coming up. American skier Michaela Schiffrin won the gold medal today in the giant slalom at the world championships in France. The 27-year-old from Colorado is now the most decorated skier in modern world alpine championship history with 13 medals, including seven golds. The victory comes just two days after Schifrin parted ways with her longtime coach, thanking him for his dedication. Congratulations to her. All right, honoring the legacy of Emmett Till and his mother, Mamie. That's next.
10: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
2: Tonight at the White House, President Biden and the First Lady are hosting a screening of the movie Till, which tells the 1955 lynching of Emmett Till and his courageous mother's long fight for justice. Till's death sparked the civil rights movement, and now he and his mother have been given one of the nation's highest honors. Here's CBS's Scott McFarlane.
8: Just 14 years old, Emmett Till of Chicago was kidnapped, tortured, then killed while visiting family in 1955 in segregated Mississippi after allegedly flirting with a white woman. Till's death and his mother's insistence the funeral include an open casket propelled the civil rights movement. That decision about the open casket, you argue that was pivotal.
4: Very pivotal to uh, America bearing witness to the kind of horrors that occurred in the South.
8: For several years, Till's casket has been a signature artifact here at the National Museum of African American History and Culture in Washington. And within months, a new historic piece honoring Till will be added. A congressional gold medal, which former Congressman Bobby Rush, himself a civil rights icon from Chicago, made his final act in office before retiring last month. A posthumous honor for Till and Till's mother.
9: The nation owes her a debt of gratitude for her courage and her commitment.
8: Now, 67 years later, Till's remaining family will cherish the honor.
9: It has been a
4: dream and a wish of our family for a long time.
8: A dream America can see, honoring a family that changed the course of American history. Scott McFarland, CBS News, Washington.
2: A very important part of our history. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.